restocking fee there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to relax, man. You know? What do you do? You think you could play something to help me relax? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got some relaxing. Let me check this out. Hey, let's get into your head. A yeah, get in the sit back. Get into my head. Sit back a little bit here. Listen, <sighs> Terrence, I need to relax. There you go. What the fuck? Is- Is this a porn? This is a sleep-inducing haircut. (laughs) (laughs) ASMR. What do you think about glamour? She's going through a um, magazine, and you're supposed to pick up the haircut you want. Right. Bro. Yeah, bro. Bro. Goes to the uh, the cigarette butt bottle. <laughs> if you mm. could see old blue eyes, right he's like drooling. Yeah. Get fucking fired up. Get zapped out. Look, man. Okay. Okay. Yes. Great. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. What is that? It's one of those like big pressure point massager like guns. Dude, that's very relaxing. That's very relaxing. What about both? Right in my mouth. <laughs> Excuse me, Schmitty. What are you doing, dude? What? Right in my mouth. <laughs> Mo, I just like, dude. What the fuck is this all about? Back, dog. We'll be a couple minutes. We'll chase it. You were nice. Motherfucker. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Couple seconds, we're getting a couple things lined up. Just 
take this in, Gina. Just take it in. <laughs> take it in. I don't know what that means. Take it in. Take it in and then cut it out. Oh, wow. Hey, wow. You got dirty fingernails. <laughs> Your finger, like your finger there was a dirty. <laughs> yeah, man, you better clean them. Get sucker. away from, get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's liable to get an infection around here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck around and get somebody staff infection, man. Hey, man. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. It's like I told you, uh huh. I cut it off at 12. I cut it off at 12. For why? I had pumpkin flavored Oreos. <laughs> right in my mouth. Yeah, bro. I was already stealing my mother's weed, smoking it. Ready? Yeah. Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. Get that mic over to your face, bro. Give me three feet. Give me three feet. Lucky. Put over, man. Hold the window down, dog. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Eso, eso, eso. You tuned in to the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from a bunker in Southern California. Let me finish doing the introduction, Chino. And on my left, my co-host and partner is... Chumahan, yeah. American Indian, elegant barbarian in Southern California, and here to bring another fantastic fucking show for you again. Chumahan got that going. Chumahan, you got the guns out, dog. Hey. Shirts are fitting you all differently. The gym is open. open. Ladies and gentlemen, and look that's at the operator right there. Yeah, the gym is open. When he walks into the gym, this song comes on. Hey, the operator. They're like, everybody's head turns and they're like, looking at me, turns into a robot. <laughs> Just lifting machinery and weights on. Hey, let me connect you to the pump. Come on. Let me show you what the pump is all about. Right? Look and at that. And sound of blue eyes himself. Sean Lewis. In a there you go. In the there you go. Certified audio Skating professional, engineer for the hour. What the? Look. Show. What the? Yeah. What in the fuck? She knows this song. Can't take, take a shower? Can't roller skate in a buffalo herd? What the fuck? And Steve, you brought somebody with you that is maybe one of the most notable, quotable guests of all time. Woo! 
Is that how you guys say? Hello to Howard Scott, Howard Scott <laughs> Jr. from Harbor City. Yeah, I got my camarada, man. He's like a big brother to me. Eso, eso. Here in 25, 30, 25 years in the friendship in the making. And uh, I want to welcome on Big Chino to the show. Chino from the southern area of Los Angeles. Yes, How sir. are you, dog? Hey, you ain't good, seen good, no good. Chino. Yeah, Let's go, no baby. Chinaman right here. That's it. I'm on a good one right now, bro. Are you? Yeah. Why is your one so good right now? Coffee, coffee, co- coffee. Oh, oh yeah, I like it. Legal beagle, baby. You got straight, straight Colombian on. Yeah. Oh, straight Colombian. Why well, was there a twinkle in your eye when you looked at Steve when you said that? <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started, dog. Yeah. yeah. Started. It's early. Hey, it's early. I we want to get you started. I won't get you started if you don't leave us brokenhearted. You know what hey. I'm saying? Hey. Well, okay. <laughs> He's left a wake of broken hearts. Wherever he goes. Oh, yeah. Early in the morning. Um, <laughs> listen, guests, if, you, if you're listening, and we're going to kind of go back through it. We'll rebrief you on Chino. But we had Chino. Shout out to Big Lepke right now. Shout Hello, out. Lepke. Good morning. Buenos dias, Lepke. Yeah. Yeah. We had a show on, and, um, you know, it, what I did learn is uh, you probably can't have two giant figures in one building at the same time, you know? No, nah, the was, building ain't big enough. No. So we're trying to do Chino's show, and. You know, Lepke got a hold of the mic, and he likes to go at it, dog. And I ain't mad at him, but no. we, but but the pro, the thing was is that we only got to hear barely so the beginning of Chino's story, yeah. which uh, you know, I, immediately after that show, I was like, all right, that was a great show, but well, I got, we got to get Chino in to do the Chino show now. So, um, hold on a second, hold on a second. Uh, let me, uh, Lepke, Lepke's called in. Hey, Lepke, is it okay if we just focus on Chino for a moment? <laughs> Yeah, bro. Okay. <laughs> don't give me attitude, all right? Are you yeah, giving, are you giving us attitude? Bro, no. All right. Cool, <laughs> all, right. all right. So, can you please uh, lead us into This uh, motherfucker's good. Hey, He's listen. Good. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he ain't even on the phone no. Hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. No, he is hey, on the phone. That was hey, really Lepke, where are you from? I'm from West Side. Uh, uh, uh. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. Go yeah, ahead. doggy. Yeah. Anyways, um I want to say that just to just to brief you real quickly. Um me and Chino were together. I had been down already a couple years and caught a shoe term, and then I had gotten out of the shoe. I was in Corcoran, gotten out of the shoe, and came to a kickout yard, yeah. which is a four-yard. And it was uh, the first time that I had actually been on a four-yard. And uh, mm-hmm. I rolled up, bro, and there was a couple camaradas right there, all from kind of the south side area, you know. Ruben and Flo- Ruben from Florence, yeah, and Chino. Uh, these, these dudes, we, we were doing everything together, dog. You know, uh, we had our, our own little car, right? Yep. Um, and he was just like, we kind of all were the same age, and Chino was a little bit older than us. Mm. And uh, he we had kept, some game. He, he had a game. He had done time. He, he was a reg, you know. And, yeah. Um, and we had also not been literally on a four yard, bro. So it was kind of like we are all kind of like going by what Chino was telling us. He had kind of walked this path before us, but right? He was like one of those people in my life that that's you know if he said something or he schools or had something to say, we kind of took a footnote right there. Yeah, success, listen, success leaves clues. Yeah. So listen. Yeah. So uh, and Chino was just a bit. I remember so when I first was working out with Chino, we were doing some push ups. I was like, 
he came out the shirt, and I was like, damn, this dude, man. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of dudes that were Chicano that were, that were like, like that. I, they're, they're all up in the state. And I was like, damn, this dude's fucking big, dude. And yeah. everybody walked by and kind of checked. A lot and of soy like, sauce. I'm gonna do whatever. I'm gonna do whatever Chino tells me to do. I'm gonna get my push ups up like that. But he was getting it, dog. What kind solid of push ups? And... What was your push up routine, Chino? Uh, in, 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 diamonds and shit. Diamonds. Yeah, dog. Way out, way out. Diamonds, huh? Way out. The and back how arms. many would you do in a session? A hundred. I could do over a hundred. No shit. Yeah. God damn. In a then, set or a session? Then, session like a. No, a set, like a, a, a set. Set he'd do over a hundred. In a session you probably do what? Five hundred, eight hundred. Yeah. yeah. He was with it. But anyways, we we kept in contact, man, and I stayed in contact uh with Ruben Rest in Peace. Um and uh and Chino and me kinda lost in contact and he found me on Instagram, I think it was. There were some pictures we're posted in of contact, us. We were in contact before when when you had that Scandinavian shirt. Right. And then when I first got out. Yeah. And then we lost uh, contact. You went back. You went back and gave you me left some me, time. You left me a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, the copies from the shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, I left them a whole package when I left that yard. Yeah. I left you artwork yeah. and photos and no. shit. So we stayed, and then we got reconnected, man, and... Listen, we just had a show recently of some of some fellas that I was in Lancaster with, you know, and the dialogue usually doesn't look like this. You're usually not meeting up with people that you were in those types of places with later on in life and doing what we're doing today. So yeah. picked up Chino, we rolled over here. We're gonna go out. This dude's gonna talk about his bomb, but we're gonna roll in his bomb later today. But anyway, what kind of bombs he got? We got what, what you got, got Chino? Forty nine fleet line, turtle back, four, four door. What color? Uh, like like a, like a turquoise, turquoise, aqua. Yeah. Any highlight color? What's is there like a silver or a gold or anything? No, no, no. just straight a up green, turquoise, like a green. No, I got like it. But sometimes dudes have like two colors. They got the main no, no, one and no. then the highlight one. No, no. no, you just keep it pure. One color. Puro. Wow. Puro. Huh? Puro, huh? No accent, color. No fucking around. Just straight. Yeah. I, I don't fucking around, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hug <laughs> dog, I was like, you know, I know something, bro. What? Wait, first, before you the fucking guy checks me in the parking lot, bro. Who does? Chino. Who's checking you? Chino Nobody was. can check you. Chino bro. checked me. You know what he tells me? I know a lot of people I, tried to check you, and then I, they got checked. I go to put my backpack on. Okay. My 20 pound backpack. I'm like, oh. why do you have a and 20 I'm pound like, hey, backpack? I don't know. The MacBook. MacBook uh, which oh, right. I tell him, bro. My shoulder is so fucked up. It, dude, it's so fucked up. I have to get the surgery. But the surgery means I'm going to be down for like six, eight weeks. Like, I'm going to be immobile. A good, a good six. A good six, okay. five And he weeks, looks at me dog. and he's like, you're healthy. Listen, fool. Shape. He goes, I was out of the hospital. And they shot me and blew me up. Shot me in the stomach. My guts were hanging out. I was, out of the hospital. I was out of the hospital. I got stuck with a machete. With a machete. He said my guts were hanging out, and I was out in five days. Seven. Seven. Seven days. So he looked at me. He goes, my guts, they told me my guts were hanging out. And I was like, damn, dog, I guess. I told you, I'm I told go you book. no I'm sensitive in... story. Yeah, I know, I dog. No well, yeah, but story, I'm, no, I'm just getting clear on my sensitive. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, but and, and so I started thinking, <laughs> I'm going to get my shoulder fixed. I'm not going to complain at all anymore to Chino about any of that shit. Bro. Yeah, he's going to find somebody else to complain to. Mm-hmm. Not Chino, though. Because Chino's going to be like, look, man, my guts was hanging out. I could see myself digesting that pan dulce. It was going right through my large intestine on the ground right crazy, there. Dog, crazy. What happened? I got, uh, you know, I got jacked. I got jacked. 
But when you get, what's the difference between get? I know they're bigger, so don't. I know that, but like in terms of getting stuck with machete, machetes are hacking instruments. They're not yeah, really yeah. stabbing. It was a good thing he didn't hack me. It was my my own machete. It was Brent. How and does a guy get? Knew. How does a guy get stuck by his own machete? <laughs> Trip over it, you find it. It was, there. <laughs> it was there. He got it. Yeah. Was there a was there a tussle, a struggle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh and then uh you got you got stuck. Now to me, right, it seemed like that will hurt more than getting getting stabbed by I a had, I had flatlined twice. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Did you experience any near death shit? No, no. No light, no smoke signals. Chino <laughs> <laughs> man. Right. But you flatlined twice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many stitches did they give you? Up. California zipper. My brother told me my guts were hanging out, and my I was I, I was on swole. I, I was unrecognizable. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Thanks, I mean that. Thanks the, to God. Thanks to God. Yeah. The, because belly wounds like that, man. I mean, they could be deadly because there's a lot of dangerous shit inside your system that if it leaks out and gets in the wrong organs, you're done. So that is thanks to God. Yeah. It's yeah. like having your your fucking nuts. In your kidney. <laughs> mm, damn. Did that ever happen to you? No. Oh. <laughs> An example. You don't want your nuts in, in your, your kidney. kidney. No. That's not good. No, I don't want my nuts anywhere they ain't supposed to be. Damn, Chino. Listen, dog, dog, how much? Let's go back a little bit, Chino. Is that okay, Chumon? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, let's go back a little bit, Chino. Come on, tell us kind of where you're from. Give us the rundown, man. Like, where, grew up, grew where up, you grew up? Grew up in Harbor City. Mm-hmm. Family of uh, seven, eight, por ahí. And, uh, yeah, ended up in South Central L.A. at the age of 11, running away, you know what I mean? Right. Mom and dad were together? No. Nah. No? Nah. So did moms raise you primarily or? My nana, my grandmother. Okay, grandma. Yeah. And I got stuck in the South Side. It was happening, you know what I mean? So. What was happening out there? You're 11. What was happening Nothing, out there? Uh, uh, more, more than where I was living at, you know what I mean? Like popping off, shit yeah. you wanted to get into? Partying, everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Drugs, all that shit. Yeah. So you get, you get over there, and how's that work out for you? Huh? <laughs> tell me, tell me what's up, 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 what's no, you, no, no. Where were you at? 111th. 111th. Vermont. Vermont. Vermont Imperial. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> what organizations were associated with that area? Ah, come on. <laughs> no? No? Uh, all right. It was, a, it was a lot of, you know. There's a there lot were, of gangs right there. There was a lot of club activity. 80th, 80th, mm-hmm. Lennox, you know. Because yeah. South Central, a lot of people, when they hear South Central, they mainly think of like places where Nipsey Hustle and all those folks oh. came from and Marathon no. and Slauson. <laughs> but it's bigger than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. took overs. Yeah. Essay took overs. Yeah. Okay. I think I understand. One. I think I know where you're going on that one. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you go over there. Now, let me, let me. Before you got, let's say, caught up mm. right you're 11 are you saying that around 11 issues maybe when you got kind of caught up or yeah, influenced right yeah. what was your main things you were into before you got caught up as a kid no i was playing football i was doing everything good right mm. but like, i just got caught up in the neighborhood i get it but i want to get a picture of the innocent virgin chino 
You know, like, <laughs> were you watching cartoons? The Mr. Magoo? <laughs> Just like you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're I'm right, still right, watching right. cartoons. <laughs> what do you mean, Cheeto? I'm still a virgin. What yeah. are you talking about? All right. <laughs> yeah. It's favorite cereal right now. Huh? What's your favorite breakfast cereal? I don't fuck with cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so Chino, you gotta do a lo- you gotta take us along the story a little bit. So yeah, what, 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 what? I end up in the you know I end up in South Central mm-hmm. getting getting busted <laughs> at eleven at eleven. Oh, so you went? What did you go to juvenile? Nah, yeah, went to juvenile. Skip YA. YA didn't want me. Went to state. Why didn't? How YA? does that work? Yeah, why does the YA want? So, explain that. Oh, you know how. Well, the, the listeners doesn't. Yeah, you got to understand, <laughs> we got dog. a lot of Cracker Jack motherfuckers listening to the show. Yeah. This is the first well, time they heard it. You go through the system, you know, mm-hmm. it's... You but know. Why, what, why Ace was like, yeah, we're not why taking Chino. Like, he doesn't no, even have a favorite why, cereal. I didn't hear why he dog. I you passed it. Yeah. I because why? Uh, uh, the case. The, uh, yeah. Of yeah. The case. Got it. Yeah. The case was of such a nature that you weren't even allowed to go to YA. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So, so I had to go back. I had to go back and try it as an adult. No, Got okay. it. I how old it. did? So how old were you when you hit the state? Uh, going on eighteen. Going on eighteen. What's it like to hit the state when you're just turning eighteen, dude? Back then, what year is that? Well, uh, seventy seventy nine, eighty, eighty one, eighty one. 81. Yeah. And then, but wait a second. But I mean, when you're just turning 18, I mean, you know a lot. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little, little kid right. compared to everybody else. You know what I mean? I got grown a, men. Yeah. I got to imagine there's some pretty big dudes in there that are just waiting for like a, a young guy to come in that don't know anything. Yeah. Is that true? Not my way. Not my right. Way. Not your way, but I'm just saying it. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. <laughs> Shit right? happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How long did it take you to figure out? Uh, what you needed to do to survive when you hit that yard when when you were eighteen? I just went with the program, you know. I just followed everybody's footsteps. Right. You know, somebody put me under their arm and and, and uh, schooled me, duty from Upland, you know, and uh, a lot of older cats, and uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stay out all the time, you know. Right. Got caught up in the gang, the dope. You know what, though? Let me ask you something, you know, because this guy comes up, man. This has come up often. Yep. And this is like lately, or this is like maybe the new generation of, like, you know how you're saying somebody took you up under their wing and schooled you? Yeah. And that was the same experience I had going to the joint. Yeah. And I hear a lot of dudes coming out these days, and that's not the case. They ain't schooling nobody. They're not putting anybody up on game. That's why it's a mess. And then you got fucked up dudes grabbing dudes and just driving them in the walls. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, why is that? What happened? Man, it's crazy, dog. Hey, one of the uh, listeners just, his name is Emmanuel Leon 36. He says that Tootie from Upland is his uncle. Is that right? That's good. Yeah. That's what it said. Well, tell him what's up. Yeah, what's Hello. up? Hello. Yeah. I hope he's still. I hope he's still alive. Yeah. See that? How you this shit just be what reaching people? Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. Good. Just good. saying. That is a trip. Good from Upland. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do it in a general way, you know. But what I I'm kind of curious about is 
when someone takes you up under their wing, you're learning the ropes, and you, you're just following footsteps, right? Because yeah. that's what you got to do. And you're lucky because, like Steve said, there's some guys, nobody's helping them out. Yeah. Right. And they're right. just getting torn up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh. What is there like an actual event that occurred, and you can talk about it in a general way, but where you realize just how blessed you were to have somebody take you on a day? Yeah, yeah. What, what a lot was, of people were making up. You know, you you make you make a little homeboy grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You school him. Yeah. You know? Just like I did. I run into a little uh, uh, a, a a lot of little youngsters, mm-hmm. and I pick them up, pick them up, and school them. You know, just like I. Yeah, same with me. Same with me you, and, dog. and the homies. Yeah. yeah. What kind of thing? I just grew up in it, dog. I, I wow. Stay know? raised. Yeah, stay raised. What happens to guys who are in that situation who don't have somebody looking out for them and helping them? What happens to them? <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. They could head for a wreck, mm-hmm. you know, get caught up with the wrong people. You know, you got to know who to run with, you know, your own kind, your own kind. Everybody's protecting your, your own race. Mm. You know, it's a car. It's a car, dog. Right. And what about, is there ever been a guy that's running with his own race, quote unquote, let's say? And it's clear, like, to him, like, yo, these are the signals. This is who you belong. This is where you're going. But that guy is just such a knucklehead, he ain't listening. <laughs> That's, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's more and more of yeah, those, right? more of those. How come Knuckleheads. Yeah. So what is it about them that makes them, like, not listen? I mean, that's a serious situation <laughs> being up in the state. You know what I mean? And you got... Or you got people grouping up up there that are, that by themselves they might not be that tough, but together they're all pretty. That's a whole thing, and they're still being a knucklehead. How does that happen, Steve? But I know I know a couple people like that. Now, granted, I don't even think they're on a main line anymore, but they're uh. good like that. And and their attitude, some I can't answer, but I can tell you there was a few where they really believe. They look me in the eye and they're like, "Man, I'm a motherfucking gangster, and I don't listen to nobody." I don't give a fuck who, you know, like they really believe that dog. Like that's how they were. You, you ain't going to run me up off the yard. Like, fuck that. You know, like there's a couple dudes like that that are like, you bring your shit. You can try and run up in my cell. You can try and book me. I got something for your ass. Yeah. I ain't going anywhere. Uh. Like straight, like 95% aren't going to do that. I'm right. certainly not rolling that way. Right. There's 5% that are like, I give a fuck, you know. Fuck you! I'm not giving you shit. You ain't taxing me. Verga. Ah. And and those dudes might be the first guys to put something in you before you can put something in them. Uh-huh. There's so there's a handful of motherfuckers like that that ain't following any. They are like their own man, and yeah. it, they, sometimes I'll, well, sometimes you state, gotta be. Well, right. There's you know? a, there, okay, wait. We can, what's about, the time? we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you, for the most part, that's not gonna work for you in prison. For the most part, you're no. gonna end up. With holes in you or or living in a hole. Right. But th- when he's talking about is that there's times to do that. That's, that's the difference. That's when he's saying you stay with your race, you're following the footsteps. But in that, there's a couple p- points where you're going to have to say to yourself, you're going to have to look and you're going to have to weigh something down. You're going to be like, do I really believe this motherfucker? Or am I really going to roll like, 
and and I have to say, speaking on my own, that there was a couple times, dude, where I, I had to step aside. I wasn't I wasn't going for what was being chummed in the waters. Yeah, yeah. And when I didn't, it didn't look so hot. But luckily for me, yeah. it was a real apparent wreck that went down with everybody. <laughs> and people were like, hey, me, Papa's that. Hey. Me and a couple other dudes stood out of the way of that. Like, And that doesn't always happen, bro. Right. Because I know a lot of good dudes, a lot better than me, that ended up, you know, twisted up. So not to get deep into that, but I can say, like, you want to be a knucklehead or, or no, go with the program or... You know what? I'm listening <laughs> to you But guys. you got to. You got to make some... Decisions are crucial decisions that nobody nobody can make. But and yourself. if you're, you're yeah. but yourself, but right? If it's the crowd that's moving, a lot of people are gonna move with the crowd, right? To not fuck shit up, yeah. right? But I've yeah. seen twenty motherfuckers all run into a wall. I've seen, I've seen that happen, dude. Yeah. Like, and you, it's almost like the lottery. You gotta hope that like you winded up landing and being smart enough or lucky enough to roll with the right crew that weren't buying into like such a bunch of sideways shit. You know what, man? When you're talking, I was not thinking about the lottery. I was thinking it's more like the like prison stock exchange because there's some more information. You can you go up. You don't have a for sure, right? Mm-hmm. With all that stuff that you're talking about. And every once in a while, you got to make a decision that might be off the pack. Yes. Right? That's it. Yeah. And then when you make that decision, it's partially based on gut instinct and also what you've picked up from the people that are telling you something. Right. All right. Okay. Doesn't sound right. Doesn't seem right. Right, right, So right. it's like investing in a stock at that decision is your stock. Now, if you make the right decision, everyone else gets wrecked and you're the one that knew like that was some bullshit, then your stock goes up. Because people go, oh, that guy's making good decisions. Oh, yeah, I think so. He's, yeah, absolutely. Right, right? Yeah, that yeah, ain't one to get caught like up. Or if you make the wrong yeah, decision. Yeah, because his stock would be up by the time he's his age on a four-yard with us, and we're yeah. our age, and he's clean, and everything's good. Yes. He's walking around. So we automatically know everybody's telling uh, uh, right. Tino, hey, what's up? He knows everybody on this four-yard. Right. And this is a real four-yard. Right. Okay? And so we're like, obvious, dude, this dude's been in the system, and he's been keeping his shit tight. And here so he we're is. We're listen to him, right. Right. So it is like that, you know? That yeah, is. that's interesting, because that's <laughs> tough, man, because... Uh, that's one thing about, that's one thing about, that I have to say, you know, there's different things about prison that you learn and you take with you. you right. You gain from prison. Right. But one thing that kind of happens okay. in prison, mm-hmm. I always talk about on the show, is like, you're going to find out who each person is in prison when you're doing time. Yeah. Because you can keep up an act maybe for a month or six months. or whatever, But eventually, we're going to find out exactly who you are, right? The other thing, the other thing on that that I wanted to say, God, I lost my train of thought. Oh, the other thing is, you can tell by somebody's age, where they're from, who they are, and where you guys are standing. Yeah. You can make a call right on the spot whether that person, like, you should be talking to that person yeah, or not. Yeah, or not. You wouldn't even, he would, if if there was a problem with, say, him, when I met him, yeah. I would have never met him. Because he would have never been on that, you get what I'm saying? I you wouldn't have made it to that yard. Proof is in the pudding. Holes in you, and you'd be going on transit from the hole. That's how, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But the the fact that you're standing there in good standings right. at the age, and you started doing, you know, you can kind of assess it. All right, this right. Through the program hasn't, you know? So... I, and so then also to add to it, which would be true of like a lot of other stuff is that 
not only is it a little bit wisdom, experience, and gut instinct, and then probably you'd have to throw in there a little piece of luck, too. There's got to be a little bit of sure. luck to keep you going through all that is. whole fucking situation. I, I think, I believe so, and I think that that's when we talk about um, being grateful. Yep. It wasn't by my own doing that I ended up here. Right. It wasn't, man. You know, I got... Like I said, I got lucky, and there's a lot of people that aren't uh, around today sucking air, you know, and uh, that did a lot less. And we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you right. start to equate and be like, all right, I, I'm here by a force probably bigger than me, you know. But uh, that was kind of who Chino was, um, you know. And 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 too, you know, I'd be I'd be I'd be uh, fucked up for not saying like uh, Bobby from Southside 18, rest in peace, yeah. and um, Lepke. You know, big left. Um, these are guys that were ahead of me in, in different um, different institutions um, that are kind of like Chino's age. Like all these guys were like seven, ten years older than me. You know, seven, eight years. You know, yeah, my seniors. Um, and and like you said, like Chino said, it takes it's a, like that term. It takes a village to raise a kid. It takes a lot of like. Hey, when you first when to, you first to, saw to me, you when you first saw me, did I stand out? Absolutely, Doug. Out of the crowd. Abs- I mean, just your physical build. Yeah. You could look at Chino, dude. Yeah. I'll see you pictures of this guy. <clears throat> but you could look at Chino and the way that he stood and the way he was built. You were like, right away, you're like, that dude is consistently doing whatever he's doing on a physical. Just that? Yeah. To look like that. Right. Like, off the top, you're like, all right, this dude's got some type of, like, program. Not program, discipline. but uh, discipline. Right. Like, there t- takes discipline to have that, right? Right. And then you start talking with Chino, and Chino's like, on that, I mean, on the yard and where we were at, man, Chino ain't, ain't a real big talking, loud guy. He's very laid back. He he, he ain't going to say nothing unless, you know, and we talk amongst ourselves, but he's like a real low-key fool. And, and when he'd say shit, he would be saying it for a reason. Right. But, yeah. Hey, so Chino, did you ever? Were you ever? I can't remember from the last show, so forgive me. But do, were you? Were you in? Uh, did you? Did you do any time in the institutions where Lepke was as well? Did you? Ever I see? never ran into Lepke. You never ran no, into Lepke. No. All right, I was just curious no, about so. that because you know, as you're talking, Steve, I was thinking about like Chino. It kind of makes sense in the sense if you're kind of a low key dude, that. Uh, it might be slightly, you know, a better approach to surviving. As mm-hmm. big as the yard is, homes, it's small, dog. You know everybody, homes. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. my point being is, is like, if you're a low key, that might be a slightly more intelligent approach to surviving in that kind of a situation or even excelling, let's say, in the limited way you could. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. But then I was thinking about Lepke, and I'm like, well, that dude ain't quiet at all. <laughs> but he survived. <laughs> Lepke is not. And Lepke yeah. gotten into, like, he yeah. not like he's Lepke's got, got, he's got checked. A draw. He's got a draw. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> and, 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 and Lepke's got a couple, Lepke's got a couple, like, not checks in, like, a bad way when we say checks. Yeah. Kind of like, they've had him button it up a few times, you know, where somebody kind of gave him the look or was, like, piped down. So, um, but he gets, yeah. But at the same time, he's a fool out here. Yeah. But in there, dog, he ain't. He, 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 yes, it's a different voice, scenario. It's a different scenario, dog. Oh, yeah, he ain't yeah. getting like, 
We all get it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you it. Know, he ain't gonna be fucking it up like that. But yeah, he's a boisterous, you know. But you got those dudes. Yeah. Everybody got the one. I do a dude like Lepi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully you do. Yeah. yeah. There's there's one in every. Yep, in every crowd. Yeah, yeah. He's a fool, bro. So, um, uh, Chino, from your perspective, and, and no no need to be humble or or whatever about it, but like. What is like? What's the worst job in the yard or in in the institution for an inmate? Like, what's the worst thing that like washing pans, uh, peeling potatoes? No, like, it's all good. A job's a job. Mm-hmm. You, you're better. You're better off working over the over the wall. You know, IDL. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's yeah. IDL? Inmate day labor. Inmate day labor. <laughs> so what happens in a scenario like that? They got schools. I never were. I never got that. No, did you no. get to do that, Chino? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what did they do? <laughs> we worked. I, I I learned a lot of stuff in the, in the joint. Dog. Trade sure. stuff. Yeah, trades. Yeah, Certi- right. I got certificate certificates for a. Uh, 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 <laughs> air condition, air condition, the air vents, yeah, yeah, all that shit, yeah. yeah. You get any welding shit? Any welding, uh, No, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, making uh, tables, uh, books, books, bookshelves, yeah, wood, wood, yeah. So they do I that. Know a lot of shit in yeah. So when they do that, all right, hold on a second. So IDL, day labor, inmate day labor, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, how much do they pay you for that? Like once you start working, what do you get? Thirteen, <laughs> thirteen cents an hour. Is that true? Yeah. No, that is true. Yeah, back then, oh yeah. yeah, they're like nine cents. You'd have yeah, pay, pay, you pay, pay, and if you were really doing good, you're getting like a dollar twelve a day. A dollar twelve, dollar ten. Right, dollar yeah. ten. Like that was yeah. big. Like you were a top pay grade. Right, you were like CEO. You're pulling like uh, uh, sixty dollars <laughs> a month in canteen. They, 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 were job. Paying, they were paying shit, and people are after. Those jobs, because you got to remember, there's people coming to prison that have nobody out there, right? Nobody taking care of them. They're on this by themselves. The the best job I had in the joint was was building the ad seg in Lancaster. No kidding. Why was that the best? It was good. But what made it good? Hours. Oh, you got you You were gone out of your cell a long time. No, no, it was the it was the dorm. Oh, the the dorms because you're on it, right? Yeah, but uh, 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 uh. You yeah. gone all day? Canteen like a motherfucker, dog. What, buck 20? <laughs> hey, you go full. You got a, a $400 sack. Yeah. You, you got a homeboy carrying, helping you carrying your shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. You guys were living big yeah. out there, huh? And then I went to camp, and camp was blessed. I, what made camp so good? Fuck, they fed you like a motherfucker, dog. What would they feed good, you? What good. would they feed you, man? Double-double bacon cheeseburger with shrimp. <laughs> All kinds of shit, dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hey, when you do a lot of time and then you're on the camp and it's like your first sit-down dinner and they're sending you a double-double bacon with shrimp, like, do you eat it slow and enjoy <laughs> every little on. morsel? Or what you're do you blessed. Do? You're blessed in the, in the camp. Yeah, but, like, do you like do you really <laughs> Mainline, <taste>? mainline... <laughs> Come on, dog. Hey, dog, listen, bro. He's like ta- And when he says food. camp, he's talking about fire camp. Yeah. Right? right? Right. And so the way that they take care of those guys is different than fucking Fuck. prisoners, bro. Sure. And they have this big budget, and they're like, feed these dudes. Right. They're like, these dudes, you keep them fed. So the plates they're getting you got look two, like plates you got on the two, outside. You got two lockers full of stuff. Yeah. Gatorade, bunch of you. But you don't even get you're, a chance to sad. eat it because they feed you so good, right? Yep. Did you go on any fires? 
A lot of them. Lot and of they, them. Feed you cra- hey, they feed, feed you crazy on the fires. Yeah, because the they, they the got fed you. money is there. You ever seen anybody f- die in one of these fires? <laughs> no, taken out in the helicopters, yeah. Getting on hurt. fire? Did they yeah. get caught on fire? Yeah, yeah. No shit. So how did they tell you to fight the fire? Like, what do you do? You learn. You, you yeah, but get... what did they tell you to do? <laughs> like, did you have to shovel dirt on a fire? Yeah. They, 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 they feed class, you Gatorade. They got classes. They got classes for this shit. Yeah, yeah. Before you graduate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go through training and shit. Sure. And yeah. so, how do you fight a fire? <laughs> how do you fight a fire? What the fuck is that? I'm asking you, man. I mean, you got a raging forest fire. You're up there with the pond. You got you got a 17, 19 crew. Go ahead. Each crew, each bus. Is like nineteen, seventeen cats. There are different tools. Yeah, for, for different, different things. Did they give you an axe? No, like I had a Pulaski. What's that? It's like a, like a fork, and the other side was like a shovel, a flat okay. shovel. And what what did you have to do? Actually, just scrape the dirt, scrape the scrape the grass, make a line. Oh, you oh okay. Had to do so grade? the fire couldn't yeah. travel. Couldn't jump. Yeah. yeah, make a grade, huh? Yeah. Hey, and how close did you get to any of those fires? A lot, real it, close, real close, a lot. How lot fucking hot is that? <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> 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 the but the best time I had is when they take us in the helicopters. Yeah. One time they took us in the Chinook, the yeah. double capellers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They took us out, and when before landing, it it was too dusty, so they. They had to order a water drop in that area. Right. Yeah, that's dope. To stop the ashes, you know? So we had to go back, another 15-minute ride, refuel, and then come back and land where they dropped water. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a trip in that shit. Those things are burning fuel like that. Hey, man, isn't it a trip (laughs) how the military names all their helicopters after my people? Apache, Chinook. Well, that's interesting because I lived on Chinook. Did you? In San Francisco. Yeah. On Treasure Island. Yeah. My street was Chinook. Yeah. And I remember somebody saying to me, hey, what is Chinook? And, and that's a Northwest like, Indian. That's a Northwest Indian Because term. they were trying to tell us that it was a ship or something or a military thing. <laughs> yeah. But they got it from you guys. Yeah, that's right. Oh, All Indians, man. That's cool. And you're what flying I... around in a Chinook. Yeah. No, so what cool. happens? Wait, wait, wait. So were you by the window in the Chinook? Or where were you? Like, yeah. were you looking out the side? Yeah. Did yeah. you trip out? Like, via, like motherfucking like, uh, apocalypse now? Yeah. yeah. the side? It was, it, was, it was just like that. It was a trip. It was a trip. Dog. Hey, hey, but but once they're all, did you involved, have like, like a fucking Mexican in the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> rolling, rolling a tortilla in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a burrito. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. what what what? So then when, when when you guys, I know they'd have crazy shifts. You were working like twelve hours on there, and yeah, then you 20, come off. 24-hour shift. 24-hour shift. Yeah. When you come off, where so, they, they would take care of you, right? Yeah, we sleep in the mountains. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was tough. And then, when, hey, when you were up there, they were feeding you and all that stuff. Were you allowed to smoke while you are fighting yeah. the fire? Yeah. You could just yeah. smoke and then you just like, fuck Create out. more fire so you're out there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he throwing a fucking You know what's like yeah, he fire. Was He's like, like I ain't ready to go home We're making coffee like We got it on the like, fire They're like we got it contained He's like Hold on a minute They're not getting contained This motherfucker We're making coffee We're making coffee They were like Yeah, yeah ransom Someone in one of those Ranger stations Like I see a lot of smoke In the northeast corner And they're like Nah that's just Chino With a rolled up cigarette Alright Very good I love that man And at the top While they're risking their lives Fighting these fires These guys are getting a buck twenty a day. Yeah, uh, and, and talk about the listeners. A dollar and twenty cents yeah. a day. Right. Yeah. The mother. There was this one guy that had the most pay. 
He was making uh, uh, two fifty-five. Two dollars and fifty-five cents a day. Yeah. That would do right, hundred and stack an hour stacking chips. Okay, two two fifty-five an hour. Two fifty-five wow. an hour, bro. He, he was, was the, he, he was a radio dispatch. He would keep us out. He was the Elon Musk of. Once that. we finish one fire, and another fire fire jumps off somewhere else, and then and there we go. You know, the longest I stood out was like. Uh, so 20, that's, uh, uh, 37 days 37 days Now when you start but Doing that, the that, math bro On When you start doing the math On $14 a day Yeah You're getting a lot of Canteen at the end yeah. of the month Oh dude I came out I came out with uh, 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 8000 $8,000 In four years Four and a half years Four and a half years Yeah, yeah. Man That's a long time for That was 8, all my fire pay That was my fire pay Right, two chicks. Were you able to? So, what about the smoke? Did that ever get to you? Did you ever like? Uh, did you notice that, that you would get congestion or anything from no, inhaling no, all that smoke? No, no, your lungs no. don't get congested, do they? Hell, no. hardened from all those years of being touched. Ashes. Yeah, are you kidding me? He was probably eating them. That's why he doesn't <laughs> eat cereal. That's the cereal. The ashes. Right? Can't worry about that. No, let me ask you this. And then, what about? Uh, was there any time that you were up there in the mountains that you got a chance to enjoy God's country and be like, man, this is beautiful? It's whack. It's whack. The stars are right, like right there, dog. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a a, a, a satellite. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a fucking UFO. Fucker <laughs> 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 went whoop whoop, yeah, like that. But it was a satellite. There's a lot of satellites. Yeah, yeah be passing you so close. Yeah, right there, dog. Yeah. Had you ever been able to get a chance to go camping and all that stuff before a uh, fire camp? A lot of times. A lot of times. Right. Yeah. So when you got, when so, okay, you've been in the Chinook, you fucking lit your cigarette on some fires, you fucking fought the shit for years, you got eight large under your belt, now mm-hmm. you're walking down to the canteen. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do you buy at the oh, canteen? You don't really buy nothing, dog. Mm-hmm. What? No, you... you Every time you go go to a fire, they're they're feeding you. Right. You grab candy. But, uh, you got candy, Gatorade. You're stocked up, dog. But when you go you to still the, the good, we used to still have the goods. Where would you stick it? In the, in the they're able shirt. to bring back like yeah, they had a funny pack. They call it a funny pack. A funny pack, and they're like, the, and that's all your like gear to go fight the fire, right? Right. You change the clothes. Yeah. You're this, you're that. That's your big, and it's one of those army bags. Sure. Like the one I brought to like fucking. The, yeah. Right. Duffel, okay. Like a giant. They dumpling. let you have that when you go fight the fires. Now, but, when but, you go but, back, but it's full of goodies. But it's full, full of, of so when you come back, it's kind of like knowing between the COs and you <laughs> that you're able to bring back like whatever you can fit in that bag. Right. You that's get to have. As long as it's within certain bounds. Right, but they're giving you candies and potato chips and Gatorade and chocolate bar. And now there's, that's all at these fires. There's like, you can go anytime. There's baskets of it. Yeah, but so when you come back, though. You're bringing you're, protein bars. You're filling your whole thing up. Right. But I got to imagine that you're going to be able to trade that shit for some Oh, uh, hell yeah. Everybody's right? like a gold for, mine. Yeah, for the guys who ain't going out to fires and stuff. Yeah, right. They want to buy all that shit. Right. Yeah, so. So he's saying that you didn't go to store big because
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because you've got all the zoom, zooms, and wham, wham, yeah. you know. Maybe you go fire. get some tunas and some yeah. soups. That's it. What about that stew? Because I was kind of curious. stew. Yeah. Because I was curious because I would think that, yeah, you would come back with the stuff and you'd be able to trade. Some of it you would keep. And and then, yeah, yeah. And the rest you bless the whole place. Right, yeah. Oh, you got to bring back and, br- and break everybody away. off. Yeah. Right. You're giving most of it away. Right. Yeah. You got so much shit. That's why he's good. Why is that? That's what you're supposed to do. What's the best shit in the canteen? (laughs) That's what he's trying to get at. He wants to know what the hot shit is in the canteen. Yeah, when you go to the canteen, what's the real one? The the best, the the most thing that they were selling was the smokes, the smokes and coffee. Yeah, tobacco and coffee. coffee. I could go to stores as long as I had my cosmetics. All I'd need to have to have. Yeah. It was my smokes and my coffee. You know, those, yeah. that's the first thing, the priority on every store. Yeah, yeah. Then everything else, you know, after cosmetics comes after that. Yeah. In terms of food, what's the best thing at the canteen? <sighs> oh, There's a lot of stuff. You could order TVs, whatever you want. What was your thing? Did you have a guilty canteen place? No, 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 no. A hobby. Hobby. We're making jewelry boxes, clocks, tables. Yeah. And you'd order the stuff, yeah. From all the goods, yeah. and then you build it, yeah. And then you would sell it. Yep. So you were an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> I used to send them out to homeboys. <laughs> Go ahead, throw a little yard sale. Throw like you know, put it out there, mm. sell it, send mm. me back to Feria. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, man. Like I'm. A, <laughs> let me be. Let me be clear with you guys on the canteen. For all you tough guys on your way to prison. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. First off. When you, most of them, at least when I was there, I heard also heard that it changed. Now they got like hey, refried they, beans hey, in a, dog, in a hey, bag dog, and shit. They got iPods now. Right, iPods. There you go. So what? Yeah, it's completely different now. But when I was going, yeah, it looks like like they're gonna have a couple of the name brands to pull you in: the Dorito Chip, maybe the Pepsi, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Cheeto. Yeah. But past that, right, it looks like a ninety-nine cent store in there. Uh, right, it's all this off, no name, right. little, little oh, Debbie's, right. but they're really not the real little Debbie's. Right, they're like <laughs> little little Don, little Donnie's. Right. You know, right, 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 right. right. Uh, the the the, the Fruit Loops not really the Fruit Loop. It's fruit the, Lips. Yeah, it's yeah, the Fruit yeah, Rings. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So and the shit's like old and stale, and they're charging. <laughs> Look like they've been in the sun. It shouldn't even be right, bro. I don't even know how you're allowed allowed to do it. It's like the county jail; they can charge like. Two dollars and fifty cents for a top ramen. Right. That shouldn't even be allowed. Right. They're ten cents in the fucking. Market, you know what's right? funny about what you're saying? So, but they yeah. would charge these prices for this shit. It's a hustle. It's Listen awesome. to me, you, you guys. You want to know what's? They're giving you nothing, and then they take all your money back in canteen. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's exactly. What, you know what's funny about what you're saying is is they have antitrust antitrust rules laws in the United States, right? And there's also some emergency provisions. So, for instance, it's illegal to price gouge when there's an emergency. If a com- right, right, right. So, like, right. if you have a dam break mm-hmm. and everything gets flooded, and then you're the only town or you're the only no, factory it has fresh water. 
that has fresh water, you're not allowed to charge above a certain price because everybody's need is so high. But for the prison system, they've artificially created the need because you guys don't get shit. So it's either you eat fucking Toastios or you don't eat shit, sucker. And they price gouge. So that's technically, in that frame, that that would be illegal. See what he's saying right now? Yeah. Regular yeah. people don't do that. And the thing that's fucked up about the prison system in the they United States. Hey, hey, what, what, what was the name of the, the, the pedo? Walking horse. <laughs> Walking horse. What was that? That's the one place where you'd have to buy your TV, your your any kind of foods. Walking horse. That's my cousin. It's my like cousin's a, name is Walking listen, Horse. Listen, when he's saying that you get, It's like listen, a serious catalog. Listen, when he's saying that you get to get like the hobby parts or you want to order a radio yeah. It isn't like you get like to go through all these different vendors. No, there's one vendor called Walking Horse. Right. They sell peachy peach drink <laughs> and they sell TVs and everything in between. But that is owned and operated by people that are tied into like of course, what, just like Baca's daughter, right, or granddaughter <laughs> owns the vending machines in the county jail. Yeah, yeah. for sure, bro. For sure, sons of bitches. No, dude, that, <laughs> fuck a cop walking and fuck a sheriff, and the, fuck a CO. the walking, the walking horse. Whoever runs and owns the walking horse, his brother is the governor of California. Yes, for sure. Just One, up, you guys listen to that, and whoever can fucking put together, you guys that get out there, do some homework. I want yeah. you guys to put that connection Hard together. Luck Army, send it into us. Yes, we want to know who the owners are. Let's do a not only the vending, show. We want to know about who's currently owning all the vending machines in L.A. County Jail yeah. and California State Prisons. Yeah. Who's owning all of the canteen supplies? Who's the vendors? Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you know what? I get dollars to donuts, dollars to Toastios, yep. right? <laughs> 99 cent stores, when they can't sell whatever they're selling— they put it all in a giant pile called garbage. Right. And then and some instead of throwing it away. And Gilbert O'Roy comes by and yep. pays, you know, pennies on the dollar for it, repackages it using some kind of Polish factory label system. Probably. Walking horse. He's brothers with the governor, right? Jerry Brown's step uncle. Right. <laughs> and then he turns around and sells it at a markup. To the fucking prison system. That's right. 100%. Guaranteed that's exactly what's happening. fucking crooked-ass CDC. And you know what it is? I'm going to tell you something. The the way the laws are written in the United States, uh, they're set up to funnel certain individuals into the prison system. I ain't even going to try to do it on a race thing, okay? I'm not going to say that. Let's, let's, Let's do it this way. If your family doesn't make over okay, a certain yeah, amount. Okay, yeah, it's the economic. Right? right? Your family doesn't make over a certain amount. Likely you're living in a certain area. Mm. Likely you're not getting a certain guidance. Meaning and likely, you're definitely not getting an education of any kind. Absolutely, right? Right. And likely you're going to be vulnerable to uh, a likely neighborhood or street. Well, isn't what you're saying basically systemic racism? Yeah, but I'm I'm tying it to economics because you know why? Mm. I wanna I wanna like it. I wanna bring in the poor weros. I want the white okay, dudes yeah, 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 who yeah, ain't yeah. benefiting either. To Absolutely, be in it. I'm tired of that being the sticking point for uh, us. No, I, and I agree with you, man. Right. I agree with you. Right, a hundred percent. Right. Okay. So so likely all of that. If you now and likely right, you're not going to be able to afford a good attorney. Right. Is your, if, if you're Bush, of course, you're not going to have representation. Listen, if you're Bush Jr. and you're coked up and drunk <laughs> and you get pulled over in a DUI, in Florida, right? yeah, and you get pulled over in a DUI, 
Your dad, who was head of the CIA president, can get you off, and you can run for president and win, even though the election was contested. But uh. if you don't got that kind of money, you're going to jail. Now, if you go to jail, guess what? <laughs> you guys hear that? If you got money, you can break the law and still run for Think about that. Think but of- if not, you're going to prison. You're going that's to very black. That's a that's, black and white line. Bro. It is, bro. And you know what? That, that ties into Nipsey. There were some things about Nipsey that I I studied, and I'm like, wow, okay, man. we'll All get right, to that. Yeah, that's coming right. up. You're right. coming up. Right. That's a little feather to tickle. Yeah, your ass tickle your asshole. <laughs> he likes that. I, he, I I know that this guy's holding his legs behind his ears while his wife's tickling him with the feather. <laughs> Listen, I got to get graphic there for a minute because you always say tickling your asshole. I like. You know I what? Like it. A little there's nothing wrong play. with that. Hey, I like that too. Listen, listen. What I join you. On that, I'm I'm married. I got a baby, so everything's functioning right on me. I ain't tripping. So whatever games we want to play in the bedroom, they're getting played. Hey, listen, I'm not even. All right, so we'll touch on that little other thing on that show. (laughs) But yeah, dude, it's 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 fucked up. And isn't there some way because they're I don't know, but I feel like these corporations have their own laws set up so that they people can't go after them. Like, I'm watching a story on the Oxycontins and how the Oxycontins, the companies that were making them, were in cahoots with the pharmacists that were over-ordering and put them out. And so that the people sued, all the families got together and sued this Oxycontin company, right? But somehow, some way, the way the corporation's set up, they don't suffer criminal charges. All right, check it out. I don't understand that, bro. Check it out. That's so fucked up when Check I watch the documentary. Check it out. Check it out. First of all, I'm going to recommend a book that I read called Pharma by Gerald Posner. Okay. Guy goes through from the beginning, starting with pre-Civil War all the way to today. Eli Whitney and all those cocksuckers. Okay. Including the, the people who put out the Oxycontin, the family that put out the Oxycontin. All right. You got to understand. <clears throat> pharmaceutical industry in this country has been in bed with the government from the very beginning because and it was during the civil war that they started to find out how to use uh anesthesia and all that other stuff so that they could get these soldiers back on the field or cut off their fucking legs and all this other shit better and they learned from the civil war and the mexican-american war right how we got to deal with the medicine and the drugs including the opiates mm-hmm. to make sure we can stand men up and get shot down to continue these wars. That's how it all works out to the point and where that's valuable. Yeah. If you're going to mm-hmm. fight a war, listen, whether you think it's evil or not, right. From the leadership standpoint, right. If you're a general Patton or you're president Eisenhower or whoever the fuck you are, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're thinking about how am I going to get as much of this fucking fighting force meat up in the front lines and overwhelm these cocksuckers on the other side. Right. And and what and, and I'm, my sympathies are with people who got caught up in all of that. But I'm also not so naive to understand that the Chinese and the Russians are fueling their fuck faces with every drug they can think of. And they don't even have anywhere near the same rules we got. We at least got something where we're like, hey, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. China and Russia, they ain't even that. Right. You can't even go to Putin and be like, hey, wait a minute, man. 
can't be giving methamphetamines to these fucking right, soldiers. Right, That's right. crazy. As soon as you said, hey, wait a minute, you wouldn't even get to say, man, Putin would just chop your head off right. and nobody hear from you again. Right. And your family wouldn't mourn your loss because they didn't want to upset Putin because they don't want to die. Right. Okay. Oxycontin, all those things, they've been in bed with the government from the very beginning or the government, and the government allows them to do business. And they've been refining these opiates. And by the way, this whole concept of a non-addictive opiate, mm -hmm. that's probably been a recycled ad campaign from these guys right, over right. like 80 years, 100 yeah, years. Yeah. They've been saying that every 10 Methadone, years. Methadone, uh, Suboxins, all this. Right? Laudanum. Oh, you know, right. all that old shit even from the old West days. It's non-habit form. That's the first... When they Coca-Cola, right? Coca-Cola, yeah. when it came out, they go, no, it's not. The no. first thing pharmaceutical <laughs> companies say when they introduce a new drug is that it's non-habit form. Yeah, yeah, We've right. finally figured it out. That's right, Gino, right? Uh, We've finally figured it out, guys. Now we know we fucked up before. But listen, this time, this time it's different. It's non-habit forming. So go ahead and take as much as you want. And if you'll notice that like 10 years preceding the Oxycontin explosion, right? Mm -hmm. You have um, this whole movement in the medical community, like from the top down about, hey, you're not supposed to judge a, a patient's pain. Like, what's the scale? Right, and they right. put those faces, one through 10, right? And you're supposed to allow the patient to tell you how much they're in pain. And these doctors don't listen. They don't have any bedside manner. God damn it. Mm -hmm. And you let them ask you to give them the pain meds and you better listen, doctor. That whole movement was just to push as much of this Oxycontin and opiate shit out as wow. possible. 100%. But they dress it up as like the patient has the freedom and the, the patient should <laughs> patient be able to Bill dictate. Like the patient should be able to dictate how it's going to go. Yes. Because right? you can't get in there and feel his pain. Right. We have nothing left right. but to trust them. Right. And the doctors moved aside because they said. inhumane to make them suffer like that. Exactly. Got and you. pain has always been subjective. What's the matter with you, doctor? You're, you, you have no feelings. And then the doctors, right, right. so long as the doctors got paid, they stepped aside. And they would send these fucking doctors on like these, you know, continuing education seminars mm -hmm. that were, you know, uh, funded by, sponsored by Johnson and Johnson. Right. 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 So where are we? Where are we going to learn uh, the latest on how, you know, these new opiates aren't addictive, Johnson and Johnson? Well, um, guess what? We just rented out the ro ro uh, the, yeah. the Royal Hawaiian, and it's all expenses paid. And yeah. you go and you hang out, and we got massage therapists, open gonna bar, jack you up, yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it's exactly. Uh, we Meanwhile, Chino's, Chino's up in the fucking mountains fighting a fire, thinking like, well, at least I'm going to get to fill my fucking funny pack with some shit. Yep. These asshole doctors are over there just stuffing their faces full of pussy and fucking vodka and just having Vodka a and fucking lap dances on <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what happened, bro. Wow. And that's why all those Midwestern white people got wiped out. So back to what we're saying right now. I understand they're in bed together. So right. that kind of explains okay. the thing. But they're set up in a way that the it looks like the government can't go after them. Well, the government can't go after Now, this is the other part to know. A, a lot of these companies are still family-owned. Right. It's a private business. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But they, they made a corporation. That's what we're talking about. Right. right. That's what I want. So the corporation, right, is the entity that can be sued. Not the private family. 
And so what happens in law... That's, that's interesting. Yeah, so what happens in law is, right, you, you are... So these entities that they call like an LLC, a corp, or any of these business entities, right? Mm -hmm. <sighs> they exist in the law as, an, as, a, as a thing in it of itself. So anything that the corporation does, the corporation pays for. Fines, even, you know, whatever, right? right? And 98% of the time, the individuals that actually own the corporation that get the profits and all that other stuff, they're not held liable for what the company did. That's the American way. The company did it. I didn't do it. Oh, we got CEOs and all this other shit. Who the hell knows what they're doing? I don't know. And it stops with the company. It does not go to the individual. So imagine if you had a neighborhood. Let me ask you a question, Steve. Mm -hmm. Let me see if this is yeah. similar to this. Mm. Imagine you're down on 17th Street, let's say, and you decide we're going to make a corporation called the 17th Street Collective. Mm. It's a company. 17th, 17th Street uh, Collective Incorporated. Incorporated, okay. And they did all this shit, right? They did whatever they did to make money, make business. Some of it crossed the line. Some of it didn't. Who knows? Didn't pay any taxes, mm -hmm. right? And... Sheriff comes to your door and you could actually say to the sheriff, yeah, it wasn't me. I didn't actually do that. I just owned stock in the company. It was the company, 17th Street Collective. And so the sheriff would be like, fuck. They had to go against, they first pull out the corporate paperwork. They'd realize, well, we can't put a corporation in prison, so we can't do anything with that. And they go, well, what we can do is we can cancel your corporate existence and take your profits from the company. Then you would say, ah, fuck, that's really fucked up. That hurts me in my heart. I'm very sad about it, but I understand. Company shuts down, moves on, pays a fee. Just open up another right, they got fined. 17th right. Street group. And you just keep on. And you personally don't lose any of the money. The profits that you got from 17th Street Collective, they can't seize that. So they can't take your house. No Rico on that. No Rico on that. Mm -hmm. Performs a perfect cut. From you personally and what the business did. So the more money and education you have, you get to play the game. And if you don't, you don't. Ha! Ha! Play the game? No, my brother. The more money and education you have... You're in the game. No. The right. rules of the game don't apply to you. Right. Well, I mean, we can voice, we can say this however we want. Well, what's what I'm saying? Yeah. Regular people are playing the game. Regular people are right, in their little right, fucking right. metallic, you know, dog or shoe going around the board hoping they don't land on the hotel. Right. Right. <laughs> but if you got enough money and power. You don't think about it. You just roll the dice. Are you kidding me? You're the one that, that doling yeah. the, from the bank. And no one's checking if you're counting right. Right. And somehow you always have an extra thousand to pull out to buy more houses no matter what happens to you. Yeah. Because you got like fucking 20 board sets in your room. That's exactly right, bro. right? That's exactly right. When you need more, you <laughs> make more. Yeah, you're you're absolutely yeah. That's crazy. We were talking about me and Chino were talking about fucking uh, on the way up here. We were talking about this whole methadone thing versus you know Suboxone and, and heroin and like how these things are being introduced into treatment recovery. Right? How they're being introduced. Um, and the back life on these things and getting off of these things is 
Uh-huh. It's 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 almost set up. It's not almost set up. It's it's set up, and there it's clear that there's a. Uh, what's the word? What's the word for it? There's an uh, hmm. agenda here. For there's sure, a bigger agenda. It's there obvious is. that there's a bigger agenda, but the way they're introducing these the way they go about it and how they introduce this stuff to you and then kind of how they talk to you about it these doctors when they're putting you on it yeah or therapists right and uh you know i know if i could bring a hundred people in here that have been on either methadone or suboxone and i can tell you hundred percent that six months on either one of these drugs, when you walk in to see the therapist or the people that are working and you tell them, I'd like to start uh, coming off of this drug now. Right. I can tell you the same answer. They would get the same answer from everybody. No, you're not coming off of it. We actually think we might have to raise your dose. <laughs> right. You're talking like that. Right. That, that's part of the, the thing. Right. In, that's not right. Reg- by little, the way, that's not regulated. That's not right. So yeah, that's probably your head. We need to get more. And the other thing is, we got you on a program here that you're going to be on for about two years, right, Chino? Yep. Two years, and then we'll <laughs> start the talking listener, about Chino's dancing right and now. We'll, and we'll talk about uh, detoxing you. Um, that's way too early for that. You, it takes a while for this thing to get mm-hmm. in, to start getting into your system and start really, uh, you know, like I'm. I'm just you guys, listeners. No. I'm dragging on about it, but. No, it's pitched it's... to you in this weird way where I'm listening to the pitch and I'm like, I'm listening to this professional person. I'm like, at, at some point in time, this person went and got trained yeah. to sell and introduce <laughs> this drug. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. this person supposed to be like about my best interest, right? Nope. And they got all these things on the wall. Yeah. But they're like in on the pitch. Yeah. And I'm hearing it so many times, the same story. I'm like... Damn dog, and there is there's a big reason why you can't you can you can you can walk away from a heroin habit and spend fucking ten days in the house throwing up your guts and everything else, and you'll be off. Right, you will be off. Right, this shit, it ain't happening, dog. I'm telling you right now, back you'd kill yourself or right. This shit has got you some other way. The methadone and shit, like you ain't no. walking away, bro. Yeah, it got you by the by the by the balls. Dog. There's some shit to that. That's so deep, dude, in your fucking bones. And everybody starts looking the same after they're on that shit at a certain dose for after like ten years. Oh. They all, dude. It doesn't matter what national you all, you all take on the same look. What's the think look? about what I'm saying? Yeah, I am. You're like bent over. There's this look like zombie shit. It's zombie shit. And Close you, to it. Close to it. Yeah. But uh, you look like it, whether you're black or Mexican or white, like you kind of turn into the same looking thing. Like it has the same effect on it. It's fucking crazy shit, dude. No, but listen, man. It keeps you dumb. It keeps you slow. It might not make you dumb. But it keeps you slow, bro. It keeps you a little bit checked out, too. Yeah. Look at Brian. Yeah, it wants you like. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it wants you a little like it, it's part of the game of keeping you in a slower lane, anyways. Yes, they're doing it with people who are mentally ill with the drugs they give them. Yes. Then they got the drug addicts, and they're like, "We'll give them this. Yeah, we keep all these yeah. people over here. Yeah. These are less uh, voices that we need uh, interfering with our shit. We already got them. They're already fucked up. Listen, man, let me tell you something. Right, hundred percent. 
They ain't fixing nobody. No, it's we'll a consumer you in a for box. life. We're going to make money and we're going to keep you in a box. For life. That's all they want, bro. All these corporations and all these businesses and all these people at the top, they know there's no finish line. Uh, let me interrupt you a second. Not, you're right, Shuma. Not only do they want you out, right? Out of the game. That would be enough just in itself. But once they've got you out of the game, they want to make money off of you. For sure. Go ahead. So it's fucked up, man. For sure. Listen, and everybody's listening needs to wake up and realize whatever you think you think you know, <laughs> it's ten times more than that. You ain't that bright. You ain't that bright. Sorry. If you're if you're if you're driving in a regular car, even if you're dri- even if you're driving in a, a more decent car but you're making payments, you ain't that bright. Sorry, right. you're overestimating your ability to see and know. If you got a degree, I'm just telling you. Tell if you truth. got, I'm, I am. Hmm. If you, if you, if you got a degree, hmm. right? But no one's heard of your school. You ain't that bright. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hate to tell you that. Hate to tell you that, Sean. I see your face making what? What? You're making faces, Sean. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <coughs> if you got an audio, preach, preach, if, brother. If you got an audio engineer degree, you ain't that bright. No. What did uh-huh. you? I'm serious. I'm not asking in a jokey way. Did you want to add anything that you think I should hold back? Maybe I'm being too harsh. <laughs> I, you know what I've learned over the past, you know, couple of years when you're on the mic, just to let you go, friend. Uh, yeah, bro, going. you're stalking the truth right now. You need to wake these motherfuckers up. They're half asleep. All these motherfuckers. If you were raised in an apartment or a house, yeah, right. You're, f- and I'm not being disrespectful. No, we're not downing. No. Just think about this. But you're you're you if you raise an apartment or a house and one or two of your parents weren't there and the other one had to work, you're probably not that bright. And they probably weren't that bright. Your parents weren't that bright. I hate to tell that to you. Mm. Your pro- your parents probably weren't Elon Musk. Uh. Right? Got you on four languages by the time you're two. Okay? Mm. Mm. They and I'm not down on them. I'm just saying. <clears throat> you gotta remember that there's an agenda, and when I say agenda, I don't mean fucking UFOs. You don't need fucking UFOs. You know what you need? You need to start thinking about an elite 5% of wealthy motherfuckers around the world that are moving at a speed you can't see. <laughs> I like that. They're moving at a speed you can't see. If you can see the conspiracy, then you ain't on the right conspiracy. I can tell you that oh, right now. Shit. I can tell you that right now. If you, if can you listen, you guys, that <laughs> might be the gold nugget for the month. If you can see the conspiracy, it ain't a fucking conspiracy. Idiot. It's out there. Yeah. It's already out there. Yeah. Right. It ain't, dude. That Whatever. was wrong. If you yeah. know it, if you know it, you're wrong. Right. Like, and so my point being that. Uh, if you th- if, like, think about this. Really think about it. What do you think the real top rich Chinese, real top rich European, real top rich Russian, real top rich Turkish, real top rich American mm-hmm. motherfuckers are real really top ca- rich Canadian? Sure. Okay, go on. What the fuck do you think they're really talking about? Do you think that they're really worried about anything that you think is going on? No. Right, they've been removed from any kind of common right, yeah, probably yeah. Uh, ideas. Think or about this concerns we have. Let me put it to you this way: 
The police right now, right, in the LAPD, they get the throwaways from the military. Like, think about that. S- say that again? Okay, so when the military's done with a tank uh-huh. or a gun, uh-huh. a gun or laser shit, mm-hmm. they give it to the fucking police, the LAPD. They give that shit to them. That's the throwaway. And you got to understand, that's what we know about. That's what we can see. If the police, the LAPD now has or has had, I'm not going to say now, they do have license plate readers everywhere. Uh, Even on the freeway. Freeway? Shit. They got license plate readers posted up in different places. So, And it's automatic. And there's a giant database that's been in existence probably for like 10 years at minimum. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they can track every car. And they don't need a warrant because it's public. You're driving. So you're in public. You don't need a warrant. No. So they got license plate readers. And they're checking that shit all the time. That's what we know about. Now, if you're a real rich motherfucking cocksucking asshole. <laughs> and when I say rich, I mean you're up at Warren Buffett levels. Right? And you can set up systems where there's giant databases tracking all the license plates. Mm -hmm. What do you think those motherfuckers are tracking? What do you think? What do you think those motherfuckers are looking at with algorithms and trends? How much do you how early do you think the bushes? All right. These fucking Connecticut assholes. <laughs> How early do you think the Bushes were aware that fresh water was going to become a commodity? How many years ago do you think the Bushes That's knew? That's crazy. That's crazy. Right. Remember when people first told you they're going to start selling water that's, and you and you were like, else. and yeah. you were like, what? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll just go over to the tap and get it for free. What kind of asshole is going to buy? For-? But by the time we thought that was ridiculous. Some other asshole with a computer had predicted 10 years in advance so they could buy up certain things at a real cheap price. Wow. They're working at a level that, like I said, so if you can see the computer. They're 10, 20 years ahead of us. Easily. Easy, right. The only thing that could fuck them up more than anything else is if everybody stopped doing what What they're they're supposed to be doing. Right, right. Together and at the same time. It's Batman. We need the help of the listeners, man. We can do this. We, we, if we just started with everybody on the Hard Luck Show and we all decided we're not going to do something, we could affect the needle. Uh, yeah. And it would grow. And like, then they would stop sticking needles in people. people. Yes. <laughs> we'll move the needle so they stop sticking the needle to us. <laughs> Check this out, man. You're so, right, man. You're right, Chumon. This is the most right thing you've ever said on the whole show. <laughs> Thank you. See, Sean, you're right to let me go. Yeah. But the point of the matter is, 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 is so at that level, uh, if they can get you hooked on another drug and they can control that drug and sell it to you, probably someone in the back office was like, look, most heroin addicts aren't even going to quit heroin. Okay? They're either going to keep doing it or die. There's no in-between. Even the ones we sent to prison are still doing heroin. Okay? That's right? true. True. So somebody said, if we're not going to get them to stop, then what's the next best option? Fuck it. Let's give them our version of heroin, let it be legal, and make money off it. Well, we're going we're gonna to wind up. We're going to convince them that 
this, that, and the other. Shit, you don't got to convince a heroin addict much either. <laughs> well, listen, but let me say something Go even ahead. deeper than that. Go ahead. And I'm talking about treatment facilities. Yeah. Once you get on the drug that they're putting you on. Right. And they introduce it to you, like Suboxone or Methadone. Yeah. All of a sudden, some other things start becoming available to you. Right, like what? You start getting your name on the list for like housing, right? You start getting, like, you start getting access to kind of some things that might help keep you alive for a while, huh? Do you get where I'm going with? This? Yeah, not only that, but a lot of start that... playing the game with them. They start giving you little tidbits so that you can yeah, be around and that whole thing gets paid for, by the way, by either like taxpayer money, your money, or someone else's money, right? But that's part of the pitch on how they, and I'm strictly talking about like a met, like go a, ahead, a substitute for heroin. Go ahead. They're saying, but you're on this, you can hold down a job. Yeah. You can start showing up. Right. You don't have to be and on guess the street what? copping. And it's guess not what? illegal. And it's guess a, what? A, and guess what? In their data, when they report the data, that's it looks, how it looks like they got you off the street and you're on your way to and recovery. And that's what they're selling. And that's how they justify getting the grant money and the other shit. Right. Absolutely. And it's all set up that way. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It's a, a whole can package. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I tell you, man, and I'm not going to say the treatment center's names, but I watched people come in on methamphetamines, alcohol, cocaine in treatment centers. The first thing they prescribed them was Suboxone uh. mm -hmm. or methadone. I never mm. got that. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, so they got so right so away giving it. you something that, that isn't even the drug that you're on, right? They're giving... Why would you give Suboxone strips to a methadone addict? What? Would you ever do that? No. Uh -uh. But that's what they're doing. <laughs> but you also got to remember. You're I can listen to Chino laugh this. all day. <laughs> think about this. They also know you're coming into treatment off of meth. That sooner or later, you're going to feel like shit. You don't want to be there. And that drug is going to make that easier for you. Oh, you know? oh. So now they're like they've got the perfect storm to move you from fucking heroin addiction right, right. or meth right, or whatever you right. want to this. Right. We have a way to get you on this. Right. So 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 listen. So that's that's that branch, right? Yeah. So you gotta look at the way the United States is being set. And the rest of the world is too. Yes, sir. All they're right? following our lead, right? They see that's what works. exactly right, Steve. That's exactly right. They let I'm us all, do it first and see if it works, and then they jump. No, I think, I, think, I think what's going on is new territories are being opened up in communications and space. As a result, there are new dangerous possibilities of collective action. We were probably able to show other countries what could happen if you don't manage it well when the Arab Spring hit. I mean, when Facebook and all that shit allowed massive protests in in the Middle East that they call the Arab Spring. Mm -hmm. I'm almost willing to bet you now that was us demonstrating to China, Europe, and the rest of the world that if you don't get this shit under control with this technology that we that the United States put Developed, out, right. <laughs> if you don't use our management styles, your country could be in a super disarray just like the Arab Mid uh, Arab Spring. Guaranteed. Now, would you, now, would you, now, when you're talking about Arab Spring, you're talking about using digital platforms yeah. to bring attention to. Right. Like what Subcommander Marcos did. Right. right. But see, even Subcommander Marcos, right, where are the Zapatistas? They're contained. It's not. Even though he, that's where you think you have some freedom, right? Yes. 
Now, I'm not saying that he did get some shit. No, 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 he got some shit. But what I guess what I'm saying is, is, is the United States is the forefront and the leader for a lot of these other regimes to express to them how you're going to control people when they have access to these digital platforms, right? And so the United States is set up are a couple of different things. One is they've got a whole drug cycle that you just described. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've got a prison cycle, mm-hmm. which we've always talked about, which always ends up in underpaid labor, right? And then this overcharging for bullshit, right? Okay. Then you have the public school system cycle, which they've underfunded all the public schools, so you get a bunch of chowderheads who think that they're bored in school because they're so bright, but they're actually still just mediocre. They just <laughs> were never educated, and they never took their studies seriously. <laughs> You pump ed- entertainment out that shows that hey, school's the bad one, man. Fuck that. We're going to live our life. Blah, 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 blah. And that winds up creating another chunk of dis- disaffected youth mm-hmm. that are not going to rise to anything really. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All those people you need to drive UPS trucks or lift cars for the products that the real rich people are selling to other mediocre idiots. Wow. Mm. That's really what's wow. going on. Wow. Wow. I like that last part you just said. It's the truth. And then what will happen, and this is no diss to those guys. You got to do what you got to do to put food on the table. I'm not making a diss. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying. You need and, to think outside. You need to think way larger than and, that. Though. And they've dialed back your wage. Now, in 1950, like I watched Mad Men. Okay. Okay. And you look at that world, and you're like, man, that was awesome. Look at that. They could do all this stuff. And not for colored people, but for you know, white right, people. Right, right, awesome. right, right, right. Okay. Not for women either. Right. But the thing is, right. is when you look at that, you were getting paid so much that one person on one job could have a person at home watching Stay the home. kids. Right. 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 And help. And, and, own, house, and this is a house, right? And owns the house. Right. Huh. Right? And could buy a car every four or five years. Your money went a lot further back then. Uh, and the company yes. paid for your health care. Yes. The company paid... Uh, for your pension, they built a pension up for you. If you were going to stay with the company, there was a pension. Now you, everyone has to have some kind of bullshit side hustle. Oh, now you now you have to now you now you have to work two jobs, right? Yeah, and you, you and your wife. Yeah, and you know how they made it made you feel like you're doing like you're some kind of entrepreneur because you got right. two jobs and you got and you're able to <laughs> and you're able to do your taxes independent contractor right from your phone. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like it's my, I got all my business. Believe me. You want to see my office? That's right. Oh, That's all right. Sh- I'm winning. Right. Yeah. I'm winning. I- Meanwhile, Warren this Buffett. Warren Buffett isn't doing shit from a phone. I can come on and work when I want. Do you want to know what I Warren want. Buffett does every day before anything gets started? He reads. Jacks off. Well, for sure. He jacks off with a sanding machine and some fucking soap. <laughs> but then he reads for six hours. That's fucking crazy, man. Before he starts his work day. And he's not making a bunch of calls, and he's not doing the shit himself. Right, right, right. Right? Everyone else is working for him. You want to be able to read for six hours every day, don't you? When you read for six hours a day, you have time to read the profit and loss statements for GM when they were the most profitable. When you do that, you find out a little trick. Mm. Then you buy (laughs) Coca-Cola. Then you raise the price of Coca-Cola by one cent. But because there's so much Coca-Cola sold around the world, it translates to 130 million a year. And they call you a business genius. Now you're not able to do all that shit if you got a side hustle. If you got a side hustle. 
you're working at Pinkberry, mm. squeezing out fucking frozen yogurt out of your fucking twat. Trying to shove as many pints in your car fucking right. before you leave. Right. And then <laughs> on the side, trying to stack chips like Brian on Lyft. Staying in a motel thinking you're getting rich. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. You ain't ever get... That's why I'm telling people, if you could see the conspiracy... Or on some Ponzi pyramid fucking scheme that you're thinking you're making. Multi-level right marketing. Market. That you only needed to spend 150 bucks to get into. Yeah. You're driving for Uber, destroying your vehicle. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make it, brother. I just couldn't understand that. I'm going to got brand new cars. Yeah. Right. I make it I about $180 a day. <laughs> Destroying their car. Mm. Yeah. I mean, shit, dude. Think about that. It's horrible. Think about that. I guess this is like... Uh, or, or you People could, can't look past the front. Or you could live better than that, right? Not much in the medical industry. Conning some guy that Suboxone's going to help him in the long run. <laughs> so, so when you could either drive Lyft or con or sell sick Suboxone. people. Right. Oh yeah, I'm a therapist. Right, right. Don't study yoga. I'm gonna become a yoga trainer. Right, right, right. How much can you make as a yoga trainer? These days? Seriously. You're making some money. Everyone I know wants to be a yoga trainer. I'm like, yoga you know, instructor. Who got rich? They're like Deepak Chopra. I'm like, right, that's right, right, one right. person. Who else? I don't even know if he does yoga. Right. I don't know what you're talking right, about. Right, right. You even have guy writes books. Yeah. Does anybody want to talk to you? Yeah. Because people want to talk to Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Does anyone want to talk to you? And they're like, I just want to do yoga. <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we'll put you in a headlock, smack you in the face. <laughs> so, Damn, anyway. See, that Chino, Chino, Chino. The, see, how the, you see what you did to us? Over, Man, you uh, fucked us up, Chino. Man, I'm sweating now. All right. Anyway. Where, where, so, where do we go from there? Sean, where are we at? Tell yeah, us on the time-wise. Uh, 140. Smoke break? Is it smoke yep. break time? Smoke break time. All right, why don't you uh, cue up the ending music? Chino, yeah. how do we pay you, bro? Like, how do people send you money? <laughs> and Chino's like, what do you. <laughs> just give them your fucking I I IG address, Chino. Just uh, stand in front of me. Give yeah. it, just give it to me. <laughs> yeah, just give it to me. Okay, if you want to stand in front of Chino and pay him money, uh, mm -hmm. call Ovano Bowen LLP. 949 490 4884. We're at Braid Score. Actually, we're top lined out. I can't, I can't bring anymore. I'm not lying to you, bro. I've never been this busy. Did you get uh, Sean? Did you ever talk to Sean, my friend that had a motorcycle accident yet? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know if my office reached okay. out to him. I don't even make the calls anymore. Okay. I can't even call personally the people. My buddy who uh, rides with a motorcycle. Right, right, club, right, 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 right. I uh, had an accident. Him and Skinner Robert, I think they were all together. I had an accident, and uh, he tells me, I, he sends me a picture. He's in the hospital bed with a big cast on. He's like, I'm all right. I lost a couple toes, but I'm going to be all right. So then he goes, do you know a good attorney? Yeah, I'll get him. I'll get him. Get, get, listen, my Lo, entire... Uh, Lopez and Gabriel. No, Obando Bowen. Mm -hmm. One's Guatemalan, the other's Indian. See. Better fucking yeah. watch out. Run yeah. for the hills. Yeah. Run for the hills. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Shout out. Shout out. To Tigra. Breakdancing. Did you see her breakdancing? Oh, I didn't see her breakdancing. She you was breakdancing. Dude, I put... We got a new fountain for the backyard. Mm -hmm. Came in this giant fucking cardboard box. I put the cardboard box down on the ground. And I started playing Freakazoid. 
and I was and showing my daughter how to. Spin shit yeah, yeah, I was doing like I it mean, was it, linoleum floors. Yeah, it was a dad version of break dancing, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I was doing all that shit. Then my daughter started doing, trying to do the fucking pop and lock, and of she course. was spinning on the ground and yeah. all the shit. It was fucking badass. So big shout out to Big T, man. It took her like 20 seconds to learn how to, and then she was trying to do her own moves and shit. Yeah. It was the, I'll show you these videos if I'm great. Uh, all right, that's all I got. What do you got? Nothing. Sean, listen, everybody's listening right now. Sean yeah. wants to start his own business. What? Yeah. I fucking talk to this guy every time. I'm like, bro, you can't just be like nothing. And we got he's got a truck. We didn't even talk to Sean about his road trip with his ma. Nope. God damn it. Or the extraction of my tooth. Nope. God damn it. We're going to get into all that. All right. Well, really. Wanna, listen. I want to hear me, about the road trip. Let me, with let me tell you though, something man. about Sean, though. Listen, Sean can let you um, test your podcast skills out. He's got all the equipment. Yeah. It's 500 bucks for oh. the session. Right. Okay. Hit me up. I'll connect you with old Blue Eyes. Right. He will be able to do it. He's got a mobile situation. Yep. And when I say you're going to sound great, you're going to sound fan fucking tastic and not only that he's able to give you notes and a little bit of direction to help you stay on on target that's um, true right mm -hmm. yeah it gets you all set up to get into the game right he doesn't know how to sell i know how to sell steve knows how to yeah. sell chino sure as hell knows how to sell mm -hmm. so we're all three saying talk to sean up, talk to sean because mm -hmm. that's the man we're going to get him his own Do company you want to so his wife start a podcast Give Sean a call. Yeah, if you just want to find out if you got what it takes, one right, take. Right. You could show your family. Go over to your grandma's house. Say, look, Nana. Listen look at this. this. Yeah, look at that. And then yeah. she can clown you. Sean's your man. All right. Yep. Steve, what yeah, you got? Yeah, get him the demo reel. Right. The name, right. the name, the name of Sean's podcasting company is Sinatra Enterprises. <laughs> Sinatra. <laughs> yes. Sinatra. You might have heard of him. You might have heard of him. Um they own a lot of stock in Palm Springs, a lot of property in Palm Springs. <laughs> Sean, hey, Sean Natra. Sean Natra. Sean Natra. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Esteban. Oreo. Yeah, the Soul Assassin. Bobby Tribal. Bobby Tribal, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is I want to give a shout out to Vibes, Papers Company, and Cookies. That brand. shirt is dope, bro. Burner. What are you wearing there? Cookies. Big shout out, you know, to those guys over there. Uh, we're gonna make some things happen. Uh, Supermax, www.supermaxhardware.com. Got summer tanks coming out Fourth of July. Get ready. Get yeah. Your, get your get your gym game on like Chumon, so you can get ready to fit into a tank top this <laughs> summer. Um, and always listen to the Hard Luck Show on Mondays and Thursdays. I cut it off at twelve. Jeff, that's about it. Enzo's Pizzeria. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for uh, catering today, Enzo's Pizzeria. We love you. All right. That's it. Like we do about this time. Adios. Amigos. Can you hear me? Oh.